It's kind of funny that you guys are being forced to watch films that you probably, in any other setting, wouldn't give a shit about. But I'd seen funny, that movie multiple times throughout my childhood. Funny how? Funny haha? Funny? What are we like? A, we like a clown to you? Funny, funny as if you're, your life's not your own anymore. Your life is being dictated but by this here to list of five hundred. Margaret, is anyone's life really their own? Wow. Not you Juno's baby. Here, take oh. a hit of that. Have you ever thought about? Wait, where's Joe Rogan? Life? Have you? <laughs> <laughs> when people listen to this in ten years, you're gonna be like, "Why do they make a Joe Rogan reference?" <laughs> I got blazed as hell and watched some UFC with Elon Musk. <laughs> Took a couple supplements. This is such a good interview. Hey, everybody. Oh, my mind. Hey, hello, all. <laughs> welcome. Oh, has it started? Yeah, it's starting right now. Hey, everybody, welcome to the 500 Greatest Films Podcast. My name is Hector Navarro. Sitting across from me is my good buddy, Mr. Keller Joe Rogan. <laughs> it's Joe Rogan. And uh, our no. guest today... I'm Keller not, not Joe Rogan. Say hi, Keller. Hi. Hi. Our <laughs> guest today is not Joe Rogan, but instead our very good dear friend. Hi. She very is good dear a, friend. A, I am a dear. You're a very dear good friend. Brilliant musician. Oh, I'll take it. Living sure. in Los Angeles, currently yes. based in Los Angeles. Miss Margaret Coker is here. Whoop, 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 whoop. That was a good pronunciation of my last name. Coker. Yeah. Can you make it pop a little bit more? Margaret Coker. Yep. Coker. Yeah. It rhymes with toker, smoker, Mm. choker. Midnight Midnight toker. Yeah, we got all those in high school. (laughs) Great. I believe it. It's good. (laughs) I believe it. I believe it. Margaret, this is your first ever podcast? This is my first podcast. Oh my God. Thank you so much. I'm very excited. I feel like I'm on Radio Lab, but not. Yeah. Which is just as exciting. We're going to put some radios and beakers Mm -hmm. and (laughs) get get things going. Get to the bottom of it. What's what's radio all about? Let's get to the bottom of it. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I got a hypothesis. It's <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Radio's dead. Uh, Margaret, I'm re- so glad that you were able to um, come and talk about this movie today. Yeah. You called me out immediately before we started. You're like, am I here because I'm a woman? And I said, that is part of it. Yeah. Yes. I, I knew what was going on. I'm not going to lie. That is, you know. Excited to be here. Though. Yeah. You're, you're very smart. Can you try and be a little bit less transparent in your motives from now on never we're trying to be subtle here well let's full let's, transparency let's talk about this how right. many women have you had it's me and abby so far <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's it i, yeah, I, yeah, I, I looked at the I list think, earlier i, think I don't think half. we put those episodes out right <laughs> <laughs> we listen to them and we go you know what Nah, let's just stick to dudes talking about yeah. movies because we need more podcasts of that exactly no, um, we're trying to help this unsaturated market <laughs> uh we feel like it's been pretty much half but there's been i feel like there's been another case especially earlier in the year when a movie came up and i was like we have to have there's a couple of them a female friend of ours of men. and the company yeah. of men was another and one that i was like bad. and super bad was one we really wanted to great one. revisit yeah. and have a woman's a woman's perspective. perspective like and and yeah. the movie we're talking about today is definitely one of those because when it came out it was a big deal we've got a female screenwriter it made a big splash mm-hmm. like and it it deals with things that are universal to men and women but it is definitely like a young woman's perspective yeah. so we you know we wanted to make sure to have a woman's perspective but that's number 1 number 2 really it's number 1 and then letter a I was just really excited that you were going to be on the podcast cuz you. you're take a dear dear friend and I was really excited like, oh this this works out like yeah, Margaret gets to come and talk about a movie and watch a movie with us. So, all right, letter B. What's that? Letter B. Letter yeah. B is um, you got to finish off our ice cream, which is great. Yeah. God, I came in and I just said, "Do you have snacks?" <laughs> like an asshole, and they said yes. No, we should have provided them. Yeah. Okay, we we've done one. We've done one A. a. We've one done 
B. Is there a two? We're going to need to move on to two. What's two? (laughs) Next order of business? Next order of business is, Keller, what movie are we talking about today? Today, September 12th. 2018. 2018. Mm -hmm. The year of our Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you're just a boat out of water, brother. (laughs) That's an inside joke for us three because we just And it'll never (laughs) be explained. explained And you can't see his face either. The other, I don't know, Margaret. We were just. (laughs) Yeah. We were just out at sea for the last two months. (laughs) And. uh, (laughs) That's the joke. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. So, Margaret, we have two traditions on this show. Number one and we're going to talk about it later, is uh, you get to pick a movie okay. that will exist on the on a new list that we're creating of the 500 greatest movies of all time. So you get to pick one. Each of our guests have picked one. Great. So people are going to be excited to wait till the end of that to hear what your pick is going to be. But number two uh, is that uh, Keller reads the summation of this film from the magazine from 10 years ago in a stuffy British man's voice because the magazine is British. It's Empire Magazine from the UK. So, Keller, what are we talking about today? 463. Juno. 2007. Director Jason Reitman. This year's pleasant Oscar nom surprise with the nods well-deserved, especially due to writer's Diablo Cody and star Ellen Page's efforts to depict the modern teen with keen veracity. That's great. They don't I, even mention pregnancy. I like I in yeah. <laughs> I feel like they missed a big plot point. I was just transported point. to a different yeah. country right now. Yeah, yeah definitely. In time. Yeah. That's what British Arclight's like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes up, welcome to, to Arclight Theatres. Tonight you're re-watching The Equalizer 2. <laughs> so exit on both my left and my right. <laughs> if you're an Arclight member, you can get some bullshit for free this month. <laughs> Running time. Too of, long. Of too long. Am I right, people? They always try to make people laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, guys, turn on the fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what snacks would they have at the arc light there? Mm. Um, we've spotted got, dick. We've yeah. Spotted dick. <laughs> Fish and chips. Fish and chips with malt vinegar. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that sounds awful. That's great. Yes, please. I would go. I want to go to to England just to have food because everyone's yeah. like, "It's bad food." I'm like, "I'll have it." We it's all greasy. Bangers and mash. Bangers and mm. mash at the movies. Queen's <laughs> breakfast. Oh yes, the Queen's breakfast. I was just mm. dipping some bangers and some mash earlier. <laughs> oh boy, uh, uh, Margaret, you've mm-hmm. seen the movie before. Uh, did you have strong feelings about the movie when you watched it one way or the other? Did you did you pick up anything on this rewatch? I have a question. Yeah. Can songs be bangers and... <laughs> <laughs> bangers and mash is like, as, the monster oh, that mash? song's a banger. And it's yeah. like... Well, yeah, it's, headbanger. Are they just calling it a sausage? Yeah. They're calling it like... In the UK? I think that they love the song so much it makes them want to bang a person. So that it's oh. like that oh, okay. song's a banger. Like well, I'm that talking song about it here. Yeah, oh. it's a term. Mm-hmm. But if you know, does mm-hmm. it does that make it across the pond? 
It does. Yeah. Or do they just refer to it as like... I like mm. how you're asking us who probably from, have no idea. From A Guys, to Z. this is a speculation that I'm throwing out of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting good feedback. So we're going to go back to you Hector's question you know about what? how Margaret felt about the movie we watched. Once again, we end up talking about British people and we have yet to have a British person Not going to do show. it. <laughs> got, got that. Wouldn't be prudent. Right, not going to okay. do that. Margaret. The going up. That was too. <laughs> it's a little... Bushy, bushy move. <laughs> Dana Carvey via Bush. Oh my uh, God, chopping broccoli. That's what it is, yeah. My lady, she went downtown. She bought some broccoli. Oh. She brought it home. Mm-hmm. You don't know chopping broccoli? I know chopping broccoli. It. It's such a, it's the greatest parody yeah. song ever made. <laughs> yeah. Take that Weird Al. Just kidding. I'll have to look at it. Whoa. Yeah, we'll show it to you after. Man, I hope we Don't start fights with uh, Weird Al. Like, Speaking of starting fights... Margaret, <laughs> how do you feel about Michael Sarah? Oh, God. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I do not like Michael Sarah. What? I know. I just don't. Like active, active disdain? It's like, more is, like Or is it contempt. an avoidance? Contempt? Avoidance? Contempt? Avoid, well, I mean, I do live in LA, so I do have to avoid him. Mm-hmm. What is it about him? It's, it's that he, he's the same. Sorry, Michael Sarah, if you're listening, not that you care about my opinion, but you're the same character. Michael Sarah, thanks for listening, and I'm <laughs> excited for you to call in later. I, in I, the if you want to meet with us segment later. that we have every single episode. Between talking with Mike, Michael Sarah, and Jesse Eisenberg, do you have a preference? Neither. Mm, that similar. They're issue very similar. Um, Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg? Eisenberg comes across as a little bit more neurotic and fast talking. Okay. Michael Sarah just comes across as being so awkward he can't talk. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I just I can't. I, see, he was great in Arrested Development. Yeah, loved he was great it. in Juno. But that character, yeah. he was great in Junior, but that character just floats with him yeah, everywhere. I don't think he was in Junior. Yeah. Jun- <laughs> junior. <laughs> Maybe he, he was. was. He, he was. was. He was apparently yeah, the kid yeah. in Frequency. He was, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was the kid inside of uh, of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold. <laughs> yeah, that was his first role. Oh yeah. shit! People I forgot about that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Junior. So I don't disagree with you but i i like michael sarah but i totally know what do you you're like michael sarah do you like the movies he was in because like let's michael say sarah. you switch i think sure. he's a scott funny pilgrim man. sure with eisenberg well, yeah mm. i wouldn't like it here's here's the thing scott pilgrim i like the movie but i don't like the character of scott pilgrim or the character of ramona flowers that's a movie that i like despite its leads oh, i think wow. they're both kind of bad people sort of like mm-hmm. i think they're the both kind of the jerks actors? the characters okay. yeah actors did a great job the actress who played Ramona Flowers is um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I think she's a great actress. Michael Sarah, I think he's a great actor. I think you're right, though. I think that his role follow, kind of follows him. Same yeah. with Superbad. I like Superbad. The question is, yeah. try to think of a movie you didn't like that Michael Sarah happens to be in and is part of the reason you didn't like it. Can I say I avoid his movies? So that's actually really hard. Yeah, I can't think of any movie that he's in. I feel like he's not in a lot lately, anyway. Or at least not big stuff. Yeah. Well, and if I like the movie, he's not the part that I like. Right. Because he's he's a good ensemble player. He's not. Not to say he he couldn't be a leading man, but when he is, it's like, yeah, I like Scott Pilgrim because it's such a great cast. Everybody's great in it. The effects, the directing, everything. So. I don't disagree with you. I think people have been having that conversation for a long time of like Agreed, Michael yeah. Sarah, Jesse Eisenberg. They keep playing the same to an extent. You could say Christopher Walken. Yeah. Especially in his later career. But then Keller and we I just watched the deer, the deer Hunter and he's 
incredible in that. Yeah. Very young. And we're like, okay, he's super talented. He was Oscar yeah. nominated. He won the Oscar. I and think. even later on, he was like, yeah. he's good in Catch Me If You Can. He's yes. still good, even if he is Christopher Walken. Yes. George Clooney's played the same person yeah. other than O Brother or Art Thou. Yeah, true. Maybe it's just the character that they've been typecasted as. Yeah, he's kind of helps him out. He's very timid and like, Mm -hmm. I feel like he's way he's super funny in like interviews and stuff. Yes, he's on Comedy Bang Bang sometimes, and he's just very funny and dry and witty. And they don't let him do it that much (laughs) in the movies. It's kind of true because he he does get cast as these very awkward young men. Yeah. That uh, and he's really good at that. But him ju- singing in Superbad is still so one of the greatest funny. things ever. And him, I still quote the line. It's I forgot so that it was from Juno, but I quote the line at the end where she's like, "You're so cool, and you don't even try." And he goes, "I try really hard, actually." <laughs> I, I quote that all the like, and that's such a great yeah. line. That's thank a great you, Diablo, Cody. Diablo Cody. Yeah, so, so we Margaret Jennifer's body doesn't yeah. like Michael Sarah. Did he still? Do you just still dislike him and his character in this film, or is this like? Well. No, this movie stood the test of time. Um, there were a few things that I related to in high school, like her snarkiness. I kind of idolized and wanted to be that quick-witted high schooler. But now yeah. that I'm watching it, it's a little annoying because that's not. <laughs> now you're an adult. Real. Yeah, now that I'm an adult, I'm like, ah, that's kind of overdone, and the whole awkward thing with her and Mark mm-hmm. just seems a little. I don't mm-hmm. know. Oh, we got to yeah. talk about that. So Mark is Fucking the Mark. Mark's yeah. the Jason, Jason Bateman, Bateman character. I love Jason now, Bateman. I will say that he is. I. He's also somebody who his character kind of follows Two him. Two Arrested Development cast Yeah. His, his, his oh, yeah. character kind of follows him around a little bit. A yeah. little bit, right? Like, he was, yeah. Um, Jason Bateman is often Jason Bateman in the movies that he's in. Even yeah. in like The Kingdom, the, the sort of action drama directed by Peter Berg. He still plays a very snarky, Apparently you know, he's really good on Ozark. I know. That's what everybody's saying. Uh, I haven't seen Ozark. Even yeah. though it's not filmed in the Ozarks, which is in Missouri. Oh. Unfortunately, I think it's filmed in Atlanta or something. Yeah, somewhere without mountains. Yeah. Uh. No Appalachians. No Appalachians. Appalachians. <laughs> uh, Jason Bateman, good in this movie. So, so, Jason dude. Bateman in this movie. Why did I think? <laughs> why did I? Why was my memory of this movie like? Oh no, it's not sexual. It's just like a. It's like a. It's like their a relationship. Buddies. Their buddies, where it, like her being as cool as she is, Juno reminded Mark of what he kind of wanted in life, and that he wasn't happy with Jennifer Garner's character. No. But then we started, we watched the movie, and it was like, he's a creep. He's yeah. a creep. Yeah. And she yeah. was putting lip gloss on to go see <laughs> Mark, and I was like, she's 16. Does she really know? Is she aware of what she's doing? Yes. Yeah. And so, obviously, he's the adult in the situation, and was like, what are you thinking, dude? But there was an element of... What is she getting out of the relationship? Why does she go and hang out with this guy? Because yeah. he's super cool. Because she can be, like you said, Margaret, she yeah. can be herself around him. He knows she's pregnant already. There's yeah. no, there's no you looking know? down on she's her for that. She's a piece of furniture. And is, yeah, that's is what, what she, she wanted. Yeah. That's what she said. And she gets to hang out with an adult who knows cool shit, unlike her parents, unlike her teachers, unlike, you know, so it's like, oh, I'm going to latch onto this guy. Yeah. I thought I was weird on my own, and this guy's into the stuff I'm into. And she's like having this thing with uh, Michael Sarah to where they're not talking a whole lot. Right. Yeah. Polly. They kind of broke up, kind of like it was to me. They it was were a little... never together, but then they broke yes. up. And then, yeah. It he was thought a, they were together. It though. was a little unclear where I don't know who made the decision of if it was Juno who like took herself out of the equation because she got pregnant. So she's like, I need to go deal with this. Mm-hmm. Um, or if it was uh, Michael Sarah's character, Bleaker, yeah. who like. It might have just even been put on hold and like not addressed. Yeah, yeah, because it wasn't addressed in the movie. So then he goes to prom with Stink Eye, (laughs) woman. Yeah, Stink Um, Eye. I know. I got the impression that she basically kiaboshed 
any involvement on his because she was kind of acting as if she was I mean she is in that position because of him but any support that he tried to give her she was like no I'm doing this on my own yeah this is a battle of one I think almost to a fault because she is so independent Mm -hmm. that she was like you know um and she kept saying she kept reiterating like sorry I was bored that's why we had sex and he had to call her out and go no that's not true you weren't bored the Blair Witch Project was about to come on and you wanted to see it that was very la 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 yeah yeah, (laughs) oh yeah let's watch it la 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 you know like whatever and that was such a great moment but it it was bleaker standing up for himself and going like look you weren't you stop pitying me stop saying that you know you were just bored and that's the only reason we had sex you were into me and I was into you well she was doing I mean I've done this numerous times (laughs) she was doing that as a uh, defense mechanism absolutely she was wanting him to say she was wanting him to admit that he had feelings for her on a deeper level and wanted to be there to kind of fight for it before she did and and he was like no if you want this like he cared so much that he wasn't willing to see through that to actually fight for it Mm-hmm. Even though that's what she was kind of wanting in an asshole way, mm-hmm. is very and especially in that situation, he's probably just like whatever she needs, yeah. whatever she wants. Sure. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Like that's that was if just... she wants space, then here's space. If what, yeah, yeah. And she was just saying asshole things to kind of yeah, and look, make him feel bad. She's a 16 year old pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want from her? Honestly, <laughs> totally. Uh, totally. She so... was much nicer than I would have been if I was uh, yeah. pregnant. So Margaret, at any point, if I was one of them pregnant, <laughs> dude, I'll be a fucking dick. <laughs> That'd be my excuse. I, I ain't never going to be I'd a just, pregnant. I'd, I'd just be a boat out of water, brother. I'll tell you what, <laughs> if I was a pregnant, water. I'd straight up be a boat out of water. What are you going to do? They're just a boat out of water. <laughs> <laughs> so Margaret, I feel like your overall thoughts are, like you said earlier, this movie holds up. 100%. It's, it's, I agree. I really, really I still love this movie, and I'm going to go and download the soundtrack. Like, you can't place what year it's from. Yeah, it feels no, like... No, I said the wrong year. It feels like, yeah. like the way, kind of way Hot Rod does, to where it's just kind of in its own time, it's, in yeah. a time capsule. Yeah. Where no. Or Margaret, she said Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon still Dynamite, holds up. also yeah. the same. And I was like, totally, totally. I got to see no. that movie again. Yeah, because if you nah, told I'm somebody, noticed. hey, they made this movie in 1984, they'd be like, oh, yeah. Like, who, if somebody who doesn't know anything about Napoleon Dynamite or Juno, Maybe you know. You tell them, hey, this came out in 1998. Oh, okay. Hey, this came out in 2001. Oh, okay. It was actually 07. So the only thing that doesn't hold up is the hamburger phone. (laughs) But but she even addresses that it's a piece of shit. Yeah, and that's and that's a part of that. That's a part of that. Like suburbs of Chicago. Look at this house full of shit. Yeah, and really good set design and really. Yeah, it felt everything felt real and lived. Yeah, Yeah, I I love the detail of when Jennifer Garner's painting the baby room. She was wearing a T-shirt. And when you guys were like, look at her T-shirt, because what was it? What was it like? Alice uh, in Chains. Chains. Yeah. Like, she would then, never wear that. And yeah, 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 you were like, she'd never wear that. And I was like, that's Jason Bateman's band shirt. And in fact, that's why she wore it because there's yeah. paint on it, and she wouldn't get paint on one of her own shirts. I'm like, that's a that's a great little detail. Yeah. So she's old as hell. Yeah, Keller, what'd you think of this movie on the rewatch? You pick anything new up? Uh, I I like it. I enjoy yeah. this film. Yeah. Um, it is well written. Yeah. Nobody talks like that. But no. nobody but, talks the way anybody does in most any, movies. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I think it's funny, so I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the music's great. Yeah, no. the songs. Kimya Dawson's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah Allison Janney and J.K. Simmons are amazing. God, in this they're movie. so good. Yeah, she's yeah. great. And sh- and J.K. Simmons, I love him in this movie. They're so funny. He's got like two real pivotal scenes. And I feel like Allison Janney has like two or three. 
and they're so funny. And he's so, and J.K. Simmons just talk about an actor with range because I love him in this movie. He's so sweet and warm. I hate him in Whiplash, mm. but you, you know, love him in Whiplash. I love to hate him in Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He yeah. reminds me a lot of the dad from um, Malcolm in the Middle. I keep for- Brian, Brian Cranston. I should Cranston. know his name. Yeah. Yeah. Super. Old bald dudes. Yeah, man. <laughs> that can be sweet and mean. Exactly. Yeah. They yeah. got the range. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they're both great actors. Margaret, talk to us about they the music. They should play brothers. They should, dude. I would watch a buddy cop movie with them, or just like a, they're two, they're two brothers that I are just brothers. I want a brothers. grumpy old men remake. Oh, oh, oh my god! Oh, wait, there's already grumpier old men. Grumpiest so old like, men. Yeah. With with uh. Wait, who's in Grumpy Old Men? It's um. um Walter Matthau. Yeah. And Jack Lemon. And Jack, Jack Lemon. Yeah. No, it's not. Jack it's not Walter Matthau. Yeah, I think it's, yes, it's, it Walter, it's yeah. Walter Matthau. It's Walter Matthau and Jack, and Jack Lemon. Lemon. It is, yeah. yeah. From uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. <laughs> you know, I tell you, hey, you gotta, you gotta yeah, help me from, out here. <laughs> from the apartment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But From the is, apartment. From being the... But that is the only Jack Lemon movie we've watched so far. It is, yeah. It is is Some Like It Hot? Yes. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. It's gotta be, yeah. yeah. Yes, 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 so, yes, yes. first of all, Margaret. Oh, yeah, and that's me. First of all? First of all, I actually... I think we're on 2B now. We're on 2B? You want to know about the music? Well, yes, but... Put a pin in that for one second. I think we can all answer this. Do you think Juno deserves to be in a list of the 500 greatest movies of all time? I say yes. Yeah. I think it's unique and it's cool and funny. one of the better funny. teen comedy yep. romance. Yep. Blah, 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 More so than Superbad. Superbad's not Why did it get so it much oh. shit when it came out? Juno? Juno? Did yeah. it get shit? It got I, so I, much I, shit. I'm I mean, honestly... I think I'm, it's a lot of the... Sexism. talks like that and sexism. Patriarchy. That's yeah. why. Because it's Diablo Cody. Because it's a teen movie. F- you know why? Because it's a teen movie from the perspective of a young girl and she gets pregnant, which is already yeah. the subject like, of a Jason movie. Jason Reitman directed it. That should like take some of the heat off but of that nonsense. But remember when this came out, like MTV's Teen Mom was a big thing on television. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and, and that made it a parody. It glorified... You know, like getting pregnant when you're younger as opposed to like getting pregnant when you're ready. Some people are ready when they're yeah. young. Are is are people ready when they're in high school? To me personally speaking, Almost no. Rarely doubt it. No. Almost mm-hmm. definitely no. Maybe but in the early nineteen hundreds. I don't know, guys. No, they used to do Gamer and they were twelve bullshit. <laughs> but uh so I feel like that the subject matter and number two, the way that it the way that she I want to talk about this, but I don't quite know how to... Like, how do you guys feel about the the fact that Juno as a character decides to have the child as opposed to have an abortion? Because she goes to the abortion This movie basically clinic. says... It's like... Uh, I it, don't know. It doesn't say anything... One way or the other? One way or the other yeah. about yeah. abortion. It even yeah. is... I'd say it's pro-abortion. Yeah. yeah. It's just like... Uh, it's it's. But I think the message is it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. And, and be you okay. can... Uh, like... The world is not over if you get pregnant yeah. and yeah. even see it to term. Yeah. And it was and nice seeing her make it. that choice, though. Yeah, She exactly. made it herself, mm-hmm. even though... Uh, who they was lean on the fingernails. Who was, yeah, who was the friend that was sitting outside or protesting outside the abortion clinic? It was just some girl from high school that we yeah. never saw in any other yeah. scene. Just yeah, that some was girl it from her. School. Yeah. But I mean, that's also... So chin. Yeah. As a yeah. woman who could have gotten pregnant in high school, mm-hmm. the idea of public ridicule in that situation when you're trying to make a decision that is Oof. your own they got people it, it just it would be heartbreaking to yeah. have someone who you don't even know or could know on the sidelines kind of judge you based on that absolutely so i feel yeah. like this movie did a good job in this regard giving her the choice to make that decision and as you were saying earlier you have the power as this young woman to have a kid and your life not be over yeah. She chose the She option. says that so many times, too. It's great. It's, like it's so powerful. She gets the band back together once this is over. Yeah. yeah. 
And she's yeah. like, just get it over with. Like, take the baby now, yeah, and so my weeks, life can continue. We'll just pretend this never happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, we even see the she's the ending. So of, funny. The ending of this movie Ellen is not. Page is so good in this. She's movie. yeah. It, she's really, a really, really good great. job. Really great, great actor. The ending of this movie is not Jennifer Garner holding a baby and then says the end. She lives happily no. ever after. It's Juno literally jamming out with Michael Sarah mm-hmm. as the camera pans out. You know, yeah. so you yeah, you're absolutely right. Kiss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think I like the I like the way that the um, that the film handles that because i i also was somebody who who could have yeah gotten my girlfriend at the time pregnant in high school you know like i was saying as we're watching this i'm like man yeah i'm lucky that i got out of high school without ever having to worry about that because that it, what's your mom say my mom when i was a kid what's the advice <gasps> here's my oh, mom's yeah. advice my what's mom's mom's advice one more time everybody listen up this is guys sylvia. everybody get out a notepad sylvia, get a pen sylvia garcia's or advice. put it in your phone guys this write is, this down write this down write she down. told me like when i was in like middle school high school she said hector she said mijo hector keep track Thank of your you. sperm keep track okay. of your sperm and that's great advice and i've always kept track of a little of it. notebook and that you I log do. it in yes it's actually a mission yes. Uh huh. It's Each disgusting. Emission. There's tally marks on the walls of <laughs> yeah. this bedroom. There is. The tally marks are per sperm. He just scratches per it sperm. in. I'm rounding it up to about six million boys. So exactly. I got lots of uh, for each per emission. That's a lot of per emission. Yeah. Well, each you know. line of a yeah the four and the slash yeah. is uh, one million. It's so one. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. One, two, so you have five, six. You have five ticks. That's five emissions. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 That's that's one emission because that's five million. Per, little swimmers. Okay, got it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. each one okay. of those could be a little baby. Is little that buzzer. why your room looks like a scary film? <laughs> yes, yes. So it is. I emit a lot. There's yeah. a lot of emissions happening. <laughs> he emits it nocturnally, daytonally. It happens the all the time, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, emit you the need emissions? to get your emissions checked. I, I don't. Smog check, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a look. I'll take right, a look thanks, later. Man. Check under the hood. See what's going on under there. I hope it doesn't make that sound. Keep. Keep track like, of your oh, sperms. Oh, that's what that sounds, Ben. Holy shit, but I thought you were playing a video game. We were talking about this, too, as we're, as we're watching the movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just got to jack that up, right? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Uh, we all knew kids in our high school who got pregnant. Yeah, and sure. I knew at least two young women. Uh, they were my only friends. No, yeah, <laughs> that's it. I can't remember like who their boyfriends or who the father of the child was at the time. I don't even remember that. And I even, I think I recall hazily that some girl we was rumored to have gotten pregnant she dropped out yeah. it's just such a crazy tough thing to have to deal with at that yeah. age you yeah. know so yeah. i am agreement in i am in agreement with you margaret i liked how the end of the movie's message was this can happen to you and it's okay your life isn't ruined yeah. but i also like how they didn't uh vilify getting an abortion as an yeah. option uh yeah. they, they talk about it they you know um yeah it's super tough so when well, they they talked about it in two different regards the girl sitting outside or protesting outside and then even the mom at one point was mm-hmm. did you think about the alternative the, you as know, in alternative? you have a choice mm-hmm. yeah because she even mentions at some point something about jesus so it's obviously a religious that family was so funny though. yeah, yeah. yeah. And like they could have been you know oh that scene Again, life. baby jesus out of this garbage yeah <laughs> dump of a situation <laughs> but the fact yeah. that the mom said that and still was you know kind of giving her the option of choice it's very beautiful very realistic very modern very understanding you know but also yeah apparently in like middle america to where Mm -hmm. like 
the person sitting at the abortion clinic was like, if you have a bomb, put your hands up or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Just cavalierly. Yeah. So That was true. a weird representation of that person. I've never seen someone like that at a women's clinic before. Yeah. Usually they're a lot more professional. Yeah. yeah I don't you know, know what, what I don't know what small town women's clinic is like though. That's Usually true. Usually they're not chewing bubble gum with yeah. That's true. And they don't the talk about the condoms that they have yeah. for sale. This is what my boyfriend and I do. Yeah. Every this time junk smells we like have pie. intercourse. It's yeah. like, who even set, talks like that? That's weird. Someone but, who yeah. works in a women's it's clinic, like, guys, you gotta be... I would leave just after meeting her and be like, oh shit, true. I can't deal with this. Fingernails. It's like Rain, <laughs> Rain Wilson at the beginning plays that, that um like 7-Eleven store clerk, which, oh, yeah. which was already, we were saying, kind of unrealistic how she talks to him. And the way he's like, that ego is prego, home skillet, or whatever, yeah. was, was very... That was a good... Thank you. It was yeah. very over the top. That's a good Rain Wilson. I almost feel like there's a couple of those characters scattered throughout the movie. I almost wish that the young woman at the counter at the abortion clinic Had was wasn't a character, but just like a normal person, so that the scene could have been a little more, maybe almost like set a more apart, serious. Like, uh, yeah. You know, like, because, because that scene is just about how Juno goes in there and then she hears people tapping their fingernails on... But the whole movie is a comedy. But it they could have, they should have, like, played it as a horror, like, as soon as they walked in. Yeah. And just, like, well, I don't know. Just really, I don't know. Not everybody it was has a weird that representation. Though. True. Yeah. Because people walk in and they're like, this is what I want to do. This well, is I just mean choice. only because the fingernail thing. Yeah. Okay. For the, the, Juno. The anxiety, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah. yeah for just for Juno's anxiety. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, Margaret, talk to us about the music. You kept commenting on the bands, the songs. Yeah, so I didn't realize this, because now that I'm kind of going over things that I listened to today, that soundtrack was incredibly formative for me. Uh, Kimya Dawson, um, Cat Power, um, I think, was Sonic Youth in there? There were a few that... Underground. Yeah, there were just a few Uh in there that kind of are staples of my current music style oh, that I cool. listen to. Yeah, like slow. Did you, did, did you discover them through this movie or did, was they just kind of at around the time you started getting into the stuff? It might have been, because in high school, so this came out in 2007, Seven. so mm-hmm. I was already in college at that point. In high school, I listened to a lot of uh, Radiohead, a mm. lot of... Um, Same. Yeah, I think everyone goes through that yeah, that phase. Like Amnesiac awesome. came out yeah, and that was, yeah. yeah. So a lot of the slower music, and, and then the this movie came out. Drops, and, it was on and the rain drops, and the rain drops, and the rain drops, yeah. and the rain. Anyway, yeah. but cool. no, yeah, the mu- movie. Uh, sorry, the music in the movie was just really well done, as in cutesy um, singer songwriter style, mm-hmm. which kind and of. And you said it seemed really Wes Anderson-y. Oh yeah, yeah. Just in like the way, kind of the way it was shot, and the kind of the way the music and the the, the videography, color palette, yeah, just everything. When they introduce um, <laughs> Michael Sayers' character, the <laughs> uh, yeah. like yeah, the the way people are dressed. Without looking at his face, you kind of just see his hands moving and the, mm-hmm. the color patterns. I was like, is this Wes Anderson? This mm-hmm. might and be then that soundtrack. a little Wes Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's got Wes a lot Anderson. of that. The scene where. Uh, Juno is like, yeah, that jock here at this school is super into me because they're always into like the weird chicks, and it's like, bleep, bleep, bleep. yeah, the woman, oh, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. the the goth girls, like the cello players, and what, Margaret, what? you were like, cello. You were like, I'm trying to think of me. like what that like yeah. shows the weird flashes things to what it reminds me of the weird yeah. what like it'll uh, cut like, to stuff. Did you throw away? Did you throw up in the uh, my oh, urn? Yeah. And then it no. just cuts to her just throwing cut. up yeah. Yeah, in the urn. Yeah. yeah. It's almost I'm like a, what it reminds me of. a little bit of Edgar Wright, a little bit of yeah, that yeah. kind of just a little tiny flashback. Yeah, that yeah. Quick, like Family Guy, quick style. Yeah, like Family Guy. You know, <laughs> that, inv- that invented that Family Guy. Uh, yeah. Did you find the music um, I loved compelling it. at all? Yeah, I Did, mean, any yeah. of it hit home for you? Uh, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of um, two movies. It reminded me of Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, which also has a lot of 
It's very similar. It's very similar. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the end of Napoleon Dynamite, where it's uh, what is that? When he's playing volleyball. I don't remember. That, that one no. song. That was da, good, but da, I don't know. Da, 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 da. What song is this that? This isn't helping at all. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. Uh, Do you know any other songs? voice sound weirder doesn't help. <laughs> the words help uh, a lot when you use the words. It's kind of almost like Donnie Darko era. It's like Tears for Fears. I promise you. I will. That song. I don't remember. That's whatever that song is. I haven't seen that since probably high school. We got to Is that on the list? Oh, is Donnie Darko on the list, by the way? Yes. Oh, I love that movie. We have to talk about this later. Dislike it. Okay. But I need to rewatch it. I've only seen 20 minutes. I, I, to sum up. I can only take one (laughs) Dylan Hall at a time. (laughs) Oh, great. I love that song, Donnie Darko. Kevin and I did a cover of that. Yeah. Cello and guitar. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, Great song choices, Donnie Darko. Donald Darko. I felt like Donald Darko is essentially um, more of a an experiment in storytelling than like a real movie and a narrative that i could take seriously do you oh. know what i mean like they would it was more of like hey let's let's, tr- let's try to be weird and let's try this stuff out as okay. opposed to like the story demands that we be weird anyway but i'm open to revisiting it napoleon dynamite i don't think is on this list another movie it reminded me of uh like 2000 it was high school four like or three four, i think, I think yeah. so yeah. Uh, like same year as Anchorman, I feel That's like. That's a little oh, surprising. God. It's not on the list. It is. Then, actually, it is because yeah. that was like an indie darling. It was a phenomenon. It yeah. was. It was an annoying as fuck phenomenon. <laughs> Dude, the tots. Oh my tots god. In your pocket. Oh, it tots. took yeah. over. I still middle say, school and high school. Yeah, I have the weirdest. Well, I don't know why I have the weirdest quotes from each movie, but I still say, "You forgot the crystals from Napoleon Dynamite." <laughs> That's the most obscure. Was that the brother? Or yeah. Who was it? yeah okay. When they have a time machine, he's like, "Wait, wait, wait!" I've actually probably seen Gentleman Broncos more. <laughs> more? I've seen. Well, first of all, my movie in my heart is Nacho Libre. Oh yeah. That's my. I have definitely. yet to see that one. You got it. I know. You you I had an anti Jack Black phase for a while too. What? Have I you know. seen I Kung Fu Panda? In my heart for no. that man. I have seen School of Rock only because there's a cello. It's a bass joke in there. It's really it's good. Such a good. Turn bass. it to the side and cello. <laughs> you got a bass. That's a great joke. That's let's rock. Let's rock today. Yeah. But Jack Black, aside from that, I'm sorry. Shoot it. I know. Kaboot it. Name some other movies. Maybe I have seen some more Jack Black. Well, films. the important Orange the, County. The important one. No, the important one is. Outside of travels. outside of Nacho Libre, where he's not Jack Black, he's basically he's a little Jack Blacky, but he's basically just like doing he a is Mexican stereotype. Jack Black. Oh, this is Nacho yes. Libre. Okay. Uh, the second one is the Kung Fu Panda trilogy. As an artist, you have to watch Kung Fu Panda because it is based off of a Tenacious D song. Tenacious D. However you feel about Jack Black, they wrote I love a song. Tenacious D. You do really? Yeah. Tribute. It's they amazing. wrote. They wrote a song before their first I album did not came know out. This. Yes, their first album came out that was called The Cosmic Shame. And the song is about how sometimes people that want to be into something, if they're not good at it, but they want to be into it, that's the cosmic shame. The lyric is, sometimes you follow your heart, sometimes your heart cuts a fart. That's the cosmic (laughs) shame. And so the song is about how they want to encourage people to be good at their art. But then they're like, but we're going to check in on you in two years. And if you're good, you if you're good, keep going. If you're bad, you must stop. You have to stop. And that's the cosmic shame. So the people that were doing Kung Fu Panda knew this song, heard this song, were a fan of this song. The inspiration for the whole idea of Kung Fu Panda is what if a flabby panda 
was the number one fan of kung fu and martial arts Mm -hmm. and he could not do it that's the cosmic shame and that's what that movie is about so as an artist you got to watch it so you can appreciate the two-year <laughs> Kung Fu the Panda. Mark? Yeah. Well, there was three Kung Fu Pandas. Uh, he's the chosen one. He's, yeah. <laughs> uh, he he opened the uh, Sacred okay. Scroll. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he was trained by Master Shifu, voiced mm-hmm. by Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Um, great and film. Had an interaction with the turtle dude. Yes. Isn't Uguay, his dad a duck? Goose and Goose. yes, yes. Um, you have to watch the trilogy. I have them in 3D. Okay. We can watch them and enjoy them. When and did that come sense. out? Kung Fu Panda. The first one came out in 2008. And the most okay. recent one came out, I want to say, like 2016. We've got them all in 3D. We do. Okay. Don't worry. And by we, I mean Hector. Yeah. We'll, I've seen your collections. We can not import it. We can pop it in. Do you have Finding right Nemo? Yes. And uh, Dory. Dory made me cry. I can't watch that one. The first Dory made you Dory cry. Dory made you cry. Not the first Nemo? five minutes of Nemo didn't <laughs> destroy you. No, it was Dory. Barracuda eggs. <laughs> all, all of. Uh, Marlon's children and wife died at the beginning yeah. of Finding Nemo. The beginning of it, there's a care. clownfish genocide. I hadn't lived through life. <laughs> there's a clownfish genocide. And you're like, I don't you. like when Dory got lost. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd learned enough about the world to be upset. I, I hated yeah. that movie. You're like, clownfish, I don't care. Out. Yeah, I hate you, the you annoying really? seagulls. I just, I oh, wasn't into goodness, it. Oh Margaret. But at Dory, you have to come over way more to watch movies. I know. I'm so excited, and we got to watch Whiplash. Yeah, I don't know if I'm. Well, let's do a double I feature. Need some time. <laughs> let's watch Whiplash and then follow it up with Nemo just to cleanse that palate. That might make me feel better, but I don't want to cry twice will. in a row. Okay. Uh, okay. You won't cry in the first one. Whiplash will Whiplash? make me cry. I don't know. Maybe it might give you. Yeah. PTSD, I've had conservatory yeah. training, but I'm a little worried. Uh, yeah. Is I don't know if it's like this though. Yeah, it might be. It's a little exaggerated, but I've I also, never was hit or anything. So. Of course, but rated. Whiplash came out. A lot of musicians were like, "Yep, that's what it's like." So you know, I can't speak but to that. You gotta do it to be the best. You gotta dude. do it. You gotta get your knuckles bloody. <laughs> I actually dude. didn't like Whiplash the second time we watched really? it. Really, yeah. it, it loses a little something. Time, it loses something the yeah. second time, and yeah. also you realize this isn't saying something great. <laughs> 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 yes. Don't worry, yeah. it's not on the list. We're not going to. But talk clownfish about it. genocide's yeah. okay. Yes. Yeah, man. Yes. Because it leads to ha oh, turtle, dude. Exactly. <laughs> as long t- as you save it. <laughs> Surfing turtle with sharks and turtles. <laughs> yeah, I did like the turtle. Yeah, the baby great. turtle was super cute. Yeah, yeah, he was voiced by Andrew Stanton, the adult turtle crush. Oh, voiced, voiced by the director kid? Andrew Stanton. I don't know. Voiced the kid, the turtle kid. too. Wait, did both no. turtles? No. Who else is? What else has Andrew Stanton done? Is he the writer? He directed Finding Nemo, Finding Dory, it. Shrek, and no, and he directed John Carter. Oh. Really? Yeah. Which is another another movie so I have that Andrew I really Stanton liked. did a really great TED talk about him being a preemie. Um, oh, cool. Because there was this woman who had a kid that was super premature and someone would um, bring in Finding Nemo and they started watching it and they really mm. connected with it. And then they reached out through, I think, an airplane visit. Someone met Andrew Stanton and was mm-hmm. just like, hey, this is the situation. He was like, oh, I was also a preemie. And it was just a really weird, you have to watch the TED Talk. Oh, it's pretty crazy how that sounds interesting. worlds collide and they meet this guy and he's like, oh yeah, I was a super preemie too. And So something in Andrew Stanton's life found its way into Finding Nemo that connected with this other child. Yeah. That's amazing. Basically, yeah. That's why you gotta well, watch Nemo's, Kung Fu Panda, uh, man. Well, Nemo's Finn. Yeah. It's, yeah, being born, Nemo's Finn. you know. Mm-hmm. So good. And How to Train Your Dragon, so good. That's a great movie. Yes, it is. I yes, do it like is. that one. That yes, it is. Uh, so now we're gonna go all the way back to Margaret. Oh, that's me again. Yeah, pick, all the way back dear to Margaret. You. Tell us. Dearest Margaret. About dear God, it's me, Margaret. Your pick. Dear God, it's oh, me. Yeah. For it's me, Margaret. Hey, God. <laughs> Are you jealous, Keller? God, God talks to me. Wow. Yeah, I am jealous. He yeah. texts me. No, he friended me on Facebook. God friended you? 
What? No, Coming this that? fall on oh CBS? Oh, God. God friend, oh, no. God friend of Yeah, happening. it's a real yeah. thing. I got to jump off of something. This <laughs> sucks. God friend of me on Facebook. One day I started messaging with God on Facebook. I thought he was inviting me to something. But no. <laughs> you know what he told me? No. Sometimes you're just a boat out of water. Sometimes you're just a boat out of water. <laughs> I wish people knew what was going on. A, you got to be like the train. Guys, just watch going. Juno yeah. and look for boats. Pay attention. Look yeah. for boats. Pay attention. It is not in water, guys. Yeah. There's no water. Suburbs of Chicago. <laughs> Why do you keep saying Chicago? Do we know that? Is that yeah. a thing we know? Yeah, because he's getting a loft in the city, mm. meaning it's probably a suburb of Chicago. I'm going to guess Columbus. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to guess that the city they is... They said the town that they live in, so Milwaukee. we could have no. done some research. Milwaukee. What's the city? They said the town that Jennifer Garner lives in. I don't remember. <laughs> She's so good in a movie. Jennifer yeah. Garner was great. I like her a lot. She did a very good... Um, her character, I mean, we should talk about that yeah. as well. Just yeah. kind of how she ended up with a child and not having to rely on a relationship to yes. have what yeah. she wanted, also, which was beautiful. Also a great message. Yeah. Also really stuck with me too since the first and time the I saw framed Juno. Bill and oh, the yeah, that was yeah. great. That because the whole I'm time I was the whole time I was kinda of talking shit on Jennifer Garner's character, I said she said, first of all, Jennifer yeah, Garner. Rude. Did such a, it was rude of me. Did such a great job. <laughs> she fuck? is she is so lovely and has so much grace and poise and she's so beautiful and she's yeah. so nice. But I kept saying like she's her character seems humorless. I would never want to hang out with her or be her friend. At the end of the movie when Juno I gives bet her, I she's just sick of just Jason Bateman. <laughs> yeah, probably. Honestly, yeah. And as soon is. as he's out of the house, she we see a little spark of personality where she framed the scribbled up note that said. You know, what was her character's I'm still name? In, oh, I forget. I'm in Vanessa. if you are or something. Vanessa. Vanessa. If you're still in, I'm in. Juno. Yeah. And she framed it, which Keller, like you pointed out, was supposed to be where the, the family, family photo yeah. went. The first She's portrait. part of the family. Juno's in the family. Juno's yeah. name is on the wall. She was supposed to yeah. have a separation thing, Writing but her name is still wall. on the wall. Yeah. Do you think that it's supposed uh, to be a closed adoption or whatever? The sequel oh, would yeah. would have Juno and Bleaker. The sequel? S- the squeakle would someday have. <laughs> yeah. Juno and Bleaker, like I think that Juno catch, has three chipmunks. Catching, <laughs> <laughs> I think they go on vacation. Uh, that uh, that they would ever like reconnect with um, Vanessa and her child. I don't want there to be a sequel. I don't want to think about that. What do you do think? We have to. That's the thing that Hector has yeah. to do when I remember what, to tell him. What to. do you think? <laughs> do you think if there was a, like okay sequel aside in if that world was a real world, do you think that they would have stayed connected and reconnected, or I think they would have mm, stayed. No. I, Mm. I don't know. They seem pretty cool. At the I end. think it would have taken time but also, for them to get back. At the very end, they're like, uh, Polly didn't want to see the baby, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't. So yeah. maybe they did keep that separation. Yeah, they Juno, never they addressed that. And Juno so. was crying. Sure. Yeah, and Juno True. was crying, which is a very normal thing for. I think a human being after they give birth to like do, but I feel, depression, yeah. I feel like I feel like postpartum, the, postpartum, postpartum, postmodern, postmodern, postmodern. Depression. Yeah, it's all like. You know, uh, dots. Yeah, well, definitely. It's, it's weird book. when you have, from really my understanding, cool. you have a child and your body basically is releasing all of this. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily serotonin, but all of these mm. emotions and mm. hormones that are supposed to help you connect with this baby that all of a sudden you don't have. Oh. So that's got to be um, an emotion dump too for yeah. the situation. So, yeah. yeah. Which is Michael nice Sarah that Michael Sarah was there. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what her body's going through right now? That's a good point. See, Michael I, Sarah, you're my baby. You're my baby. <laughs> 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 uh, that's funny. I, I took it as like the movie was hinting at the fact that yes, even though she gave up the child for adoption, that there is still this idea that she is sad because like she doesn't have a, a child 
that she was, you know, that oh. she was pregnant with. And so it's a sad thing that she gave up something that was a part of her. Because at one point when the baby, she's like, and there he was or whatever. Yeah. And then there it was. Uh, and I saw it as happy. Like she had yeah. done this and triumphed yeah. and she was just exhausted and crying and just kind of. Yeah. Releasing all of these emotions. Uh, that could be that as well, too. I remember earlier in the film, they hinted at that um, Vanessa and Mark had tried before and it didn't work out. Yeah. They got cold feet is what Mark said. So it's like a woman who was like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'm going to give my baby up for adoption yeah. and then ended up not. I keep going back to Friends, the show Friends. We got to this part in Friends, Wait, right? Phoebe? Keller? Yeah, I'm halfway yes. through season nine. Excellent. It's such a good show. It is. Mm, it's it really is. good. Keller's, holds up. Keller's powering through it. it and well, when he's done. Some of it holds up. Yeah. yeah. Most of it holds up. Yeah. A lot of it does. Yeah. Their hair. Some, yeah. A lot of stuff that doesn't hold up. <laughs> yeah. More than the hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when Keller's done, we're going to watch they The Simpsons. It's so oh, cool to make gay jokes towards the yeah. end. They just oh, wow, lean in hard. Yeah. yeah, they do. They're like, it's NBC. We've got Will and Grace. We can do whatever we want. No, you cannot. They're probably like, yeah. I don't even know. There's never yeah. been it. There's been two gay characters on the entire show, yeah. and they're just acting like it's a part of the. Th- yeah. Wait, who yeah. are the gay characters on the show? I can't even remember. I mean, oh, well, thought, Ross's yeah. ex-wife. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, true. that's true. That's true. They thought Gunther was gay, didn't they? No, he was always in love with Rachel. Yeah. But that they was didn't the know. They were just like, I thought they'd made a joke like, oh, oh I thought he was gay or probably something. Probably definitely. Yeah, probably made yeah. that joke. Um, yeah. yeah. Shoot, Sounds what was like I going to say? Oh, yeah. joke. Well, friends are fucking calling you out. Oh, and I have to tell you my movie, but we can get to that. Okay, I'm going off of that because Phoebe is the greatest. Gives, oh, yeah. gives, and friends. gives up twins. She gets pregnant. <laughs> triplets. And, and, triplets. And she gives up triplets to um, her Giovanni brother. Rubisi. Giovanni Rubisi, her brother. Yeah. So, But at, in that episode, she wanted to keep one because she, she was, was like, can I have one? Yeah, she was going through all those You're emotions. Like, no. So that's my frame of reference. Yeah. I go to that. So that's how I read that scene at the end of Juno. So Margaret, tell yeah. us. That's if, where I learn everything. That's where <laughs> friends, everything I need to know about the world, I learned from friends. Yep. Yeah. Chicken the duck, good pets. God, I love those. Yeah. Marcel the monkey. Yeah, I didn't like Marcel. I love Marcel. Who does? I didn't like Marcel? Ross when he had Marcel. Yeah, I don't Ross, like Ross. Ross sucks I didn't in like general. Ross when Ross was being Ross. And like would do I Ross did not things. want him to end up with Rachel. At one point, he was like doing this thing for. He was like, I'm Ross, and I was like, Get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, wait. Can we bring Paolo back? Because I love her and Paolo together. I don't remember Paolo. Who? Oh, Rachel and Paolo? Yeah. No, Paolo was, no. He Paolo was, was awful, wasn't he? No, everybody, he was great. Every, when you watch the show as a kid, you're like, All we are, did last episode was talk about friends. It's true. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, when you when I watch it as a kid, as the show was on, I was like, all oh, these characters are adults and they all have their shit together and this is cool. We're older than all yes. of them now. Yeah. When we watch it now, I'm like... None of all of these people are horrible Shut up, people. You dumb <laughs> children. <It's, yeah. laughs> I'm like, stop going out with him. Stop exactly. going out with her. Oh my god, what you, are you doing? But they have way Make better jobs than I did when I was there. I know. Yeah, and I know. still. But if it makes you feel any better, Monica got that better. apartment because her grandmother owned it, and she was like locked into it, and it they can afford the rent because it's a walk up. There's no elevator in that building. Uh, and rent controlled. They got it a li- and rent controlled. And so it's a little yeah. cheaper. It's been there since the 30s. Yeah. So there's no One of those bullshit. elevator in that building. That's why yeah. we always see them come up from the stairs. Yeah. So, and they're always tired. Yeah. They're yeah. always um, tired. We know they're at least on the second floor because they had the, yes. the neighbors that, or the neighbor that would keep pounding yeah. the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. What was that guy named? I don't know. He died yeah, though. Yeah, didn't he, he did. The Mr. Broom died. And Chandler was the one that took over the broom. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yes. oh, oh. And dropped <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. He was my favorite Classic character. Classic Chandler. Yeah. yeah. Phoebe's the best. Yeah, Phoebe is the best, though. But Chandler might Could be my favorite. Could you be any more Chandler? Mm. No. 
No, it couldn't. It couldn't do it. Margaret, if you could you pick tried. one movie to exist in the list of the 500 greatest movies of all time. Also, if you could pick one movie to exist. Which <laughs> movie would you pick? I think it already exists because okay. I'm very excited okay. to announce that it's going to be Stardust. 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 Whoa. This movie would Peter never make it on the list unless you Michelle said it. Pfeiffer. Wow. Oh, it's I'm, so good. Claire Danes. It just, um, yeah, Charlie Cox. I feel like it was a Ben Barnes. It's, it was a sleeper. Yeah, I feel like it never hit it. No, it didn't. Surprisingly, it had a crazy cast. Crazy mm-hmm. cast. Did it even get a theatrical release? Yeah, it, did. it was better than the book. That. Sorry, Neil Gaiman, but did not like the book. Whoa. Sorry, Neil, second, calling you out. Second time I've heard that. Yeah. Abby said the same thing. The book was flat. Yeah. The the characters and the script just um, brought it way well, more alive. I don't know if you know how books work, but. <laughs> The book was semi-three-dimensional. Wow. So that is the movie that you're going to pick. Yeah. And what is it about that movie specifically that made you love it? You, Margaret, love it. And why you think it should be on a list of the 500 greatest films of all time, according to people on our podcast. Ben Barnes. Ooh. 100%. Did a very good job for those 10 minutes that he was in it. Is Ben Barnes the guy that is in Westworld? Yeah. And he's the bad guy in the Punisher show. Okay. Yo, you should watch the Punisher because he's straight up like naked in that. And Ben Barnes is super good looking yeah. and he's very charming. You should watch the Punisher. Okay. And also Jer- John Bernthal is great. Yeah. Well, okay. And I'm not going to simplify the movie into just Ben Barnes. There's way more than just Ben Barnes. Charlie Wait, Cox. is he naked in it? Not in <laughs> <laughs> Robert De Niro. Um, it's like a whimsical, the plot so in case people don't know. That the, was the magical aspect of it. The yeah. star falls. And Charlie oh, Cox so cool. goes up and, and like tries to see where the where a falling star fell to the earth, and it's like a woman. It's Claire Danes, right? Yeah. And she's yeah. like, yeah. I don't know anything. So the the movie has so many. I don't know if Wait, it's magic realism. All these elements the to it. Thing that we talked about on the other episode. Is it Born Sexy Yesterday? Is there any of that in Stardust? I don't know what that is. Born Sexy Yesterday is kind of a trope in science fiction, like in The Fifth Element. How you you remember the movie The Fifth mm-hmm, Element? Mm-hmm. Mila Jovovich's character is like a created woman, so oh, she has like the yeah. mentality of like a child, but she still is like a grown woman. No, Claire Danes is totally with it. The she star is. Okay, well, she the is. star is in essence older than everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's so true. She she's knows like, about why in stuff. the hell did you hit me out of the sky? Because mm. um, I forgot exactly what happened. Don't give it away, but still, that's yeah. the plot. Yeah, but it. yeah, so she's basically just like, what the fuck's going on? I'm more of an adult than this kid is who's basically trying to kidnap me. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, Ben Barnes, I mean, you're great, but actually there's so many other things about the movie that's fantastic. Ben, um, you're so good. But, oh, he was great in, um, shit, I'm forgetting the title of the movie, where the painting You can't put ages. Ben Barnes on the list. The painting ages? The painting ages, so then he stays younger. Why am I blanking? The picture this? of Dorian Gray. Thank mm. you. Shouldn't be blanking on that one, but... um. Didn't see that movie. Yeah. I didn't know they made a movie. Yeah. There's different... There's there's but lots you, I know of movies based in, on uh, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He is? I don't know, I don't know that, that one. Ben Barnes? Or no, Dorian the, Gray? Dorian Gray. Yeah, the Dorian character Gray. of Dorian Gray. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, just also, there's a lot of character development in it. Um... Robert De Niro is a fantastic character. Gay yes. pirate, right? Yeah, it's so yeah. good. And the, just yeah. all these little secrets that pop well, like, up. Closeted little... gay pirate. And then his crew doesn't know or something. But then they totally accept him. Yeah, and they're just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so That's good. That's right. That's mm-hmm. a nice little bit of character. Like, yeah, they're like, we'll like, fight moment. you. Yeah, yeah, we'll fight with you to the end. He's it's... just trying to be super tough. Yeah. yeah. And then like, yeah. And it's just like there's flying ships. There's lightning trapped in bottles. There are tiny um, flowers that protect you from harm. There's just so many magical elements Michelle of this movie that... Oh, she's great. It's so good. Yeah. I know she does such a good job. Yeah, you should. Michelle Pfeiffer's character is 
Amazing. Can, yeah, you it sounds have like to. It's you one basically. Of the five films you, <laughs> I have to. You just describe movies like John Carter or Wrinkle in Time, these Disney uh, movies yeah. that like people didn't like, but I really liked them, and they have yeah. like fantastical elements yeah. about them, and I feel like they've flown to the radar. I'm gonna give Stardust another shot. You should. I forgot about that Robert De Niro pirate bit. Oh, he's so good. I like that. Yeah. That's funny. And mm-hmm. there's even um, who's the guy that does the Brit? I'm so bad at names. The British Office. Mm, Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais is in this movie as oh. well. I don't remember that. Mm. He is remember. one of the buyers. I, I don't want to say anything. Oh, that's it's good. It's so good. Yeah. Have y'all, he Margaret? Have stuff. you, <laughs> Margaret? Have you read the Harry Potter books? I've read all of them. You read all of them. I love them. So Ricky Gervais, I've. I feel like he is the guy, but I fan cast him as Peeves, the ghost, because he, Peeves wasn't in the movies, and I feel like oh, every just time, a little oh, yeah. shit. yeah, every time I, I <laughs> yeah. get to if Peeves, the, oh, and they're man. like, they're like Peeves was flying around laughing and giggling at people. I'm yeah. like, that's Ricky Gervais. He's like a lovable like a asshole. Like With that he's just like, <laughs> yeah. I don't love him hey, at Harry. all anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Peeves I've is, lost all love for oh, that. Oh, for man. Ricky yeah. or for Peeves? Ricky Gervais. Yeah, Why? but still, he's just whatever. He's yeah to be an asshole, but perfect for Peeves. Yeah. No. You should. Well, I watched this interview again. Sure. Uh, Gary Shandling did this thing to where he was just interviewing people, mm-hmm. but then Ricky Gervais was also doing a show where he interviewed people, and he showed up to Gary Shandling's house like a half hour early and set up and was walking around his house when Gary Shandling got home. And it is one of the most uncomfortable oh, wow. interviews God. I've ever seen because Gary Shandling is pissed and just. He's being very, very funny, but just like not giving Ricky Gervais anything. Oh, oh wow! So wait, That's Ricky Gervais like broke Took into over. his home? Yeah. Broke in, I guess. But, just but like they said, like they planned it that he was going to do it after Gary Shandling's thing, and then Gary Shandling just got there, and they were already set up and going. He probably like, wanted he to take just a bubble going bath through his yeah. fridge and stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. Guys, watch it if you want to be uncomfortable. That sounds like peeves, bro. It yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. No one loves peeves. Peeves the ghost sucks. <laughs> he does. Every time we get to him, I'm like, oh, I'm glad you were cut from the movies. You're the Are worst. Are you rereading the books? Is I've, that what's going on? I'm. I think reading peeves the books. is in like a you deleted have. scene or something. Really? Oh, I'll have to check I my special so. feature. Special feature. Never read them. I, you You're know, so I got good. that extended I know special feature set. I know it's a beautiful. Why set. aren't we having a Harry Potter party? Dude, we can. I'm down. So I have a friend, Carly, and her and I. Rewatch all the movies every once in a while, and okay. we'll just spend in one sitting, um, two sittings. Okay, two sittings. so four okay. movies and then four movies. Yeah, dude, I'm down. Yeah, and we eat waffles mm-hmm. at the same time. And I just bought a waffle maker, so we'll have at least four waffle makers going at the same time. Keller's yeah. got the last two in 3D, so yeah. Oh my god, I do. We're Deathly gonna do those parts one and two. So Only the second one's good in 3D, though. I don't know. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Okay, do I want to see it. That's okay. uh okay. Chamber Secrets. What? No, the last. Wait. The oh, last. the second. Oh, not the second. You only have. I mean, the second. Uh. He means Deadly Hallows Part one. Two. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, Part Two. Yeah, Harry Potter. Her friends. Bless your beautiful hide. We pretty much covered everything so we were always talking about. I want to know what are your guys' movies. <laughs> oh well, Keller and I. Had? Keller and I. I remember both of mine. Keller and I each we, we, did, <laughs> we did we did we did four episodes without any guests I for the for the, for the, for the <laughs> beginning of this year. Fuck. And my two were the Iron Giant and Jurassic Park. And Keller's right. were Empire, uh, Empire of the, the Sun and, and Hot, Hot Rod. Rod. So we do get two. No, we get two. Oh. Because you get one. Keller, but if you come back on the podcast next year, you true. do get another one. Okay. 
What was that? I didn't say anything. Huh? <laughs> Good. <laughs> nope. Uh, Here's the look. deal. Someone else will probably say City yeah, of God. They probably <laughs> no one else will ever say Stardust. That's I'm true. I'm so surprised. It's, it's such true. a good movie. I think it flew right under the radar, yeah. though. And it should fly back up. Yeah, we yeah. should throw it back up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I will eat it. Pull down that radar. You know what? Place We're on number boy. three. We've yeah. done one, one A, <laughs> one B. <laughs> number three. Two, two A, two B. We're back to regurgitating. Throw up <laughs> Stardust <laughs> on that radar. So it's like we're the mama yeah. bird. Yep. Huh, huh, yes. Huh, yes. Huh. And all of these babies need to be fed Stardust. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Here, fantastic. <laughs> Robert De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Keller, what are we watching next week, and who's our guest going to be? Next oh, week, we are watching. Dead Man Shoes <gasps> with Dustin Butler. Dustin Butler. Oh, Dustin's famed, cool. Famed I met him. live television producer, Dustin Butler. Famed. Famed. Oh, shit. Uh, also, yeah, can him. I be here? Helped yeah. us quite a bit with the first time we ever tried to do this yes, podcast. Yes, yes, yes. he did. So we're so excited to have him. He's a huge cinephile, so it'll be great. And I think we assigned... He also proofread my uh, Harry Potter fan fiction. Did he really? Greatly can you please what's, send that to me? What's it called? Yeah. Thank you. Doomed Dudley Dursley. <gasps> is give, it, give is it from Dudley's Okay. Give Margaret the pitch. No better. Dudley's it's after everything's done and mm-hmm. Dudley becomes a serial killer. <gasps> of and, course he would. And who does he kill? Wizards. <laughs> I'm so excited. I know. I'm really into serial killer books. I, yeah. I have, I have been dreaming. I of read all the Hannibal books and I was like, you know <laughs> have what? Have you read The Alienist by Caleb Carr? No. Um, They made a TV show of it. I actually haven't seen it yet because I'm waiting mm. but it's one of the greatest books mm. okay the yeah, alienist the tv show looks bad it looks like the mentalist or some other dumb yeah show. i I'm, thought the I'm alienist was like a set back in like old times uh, or something. maybe it is yeah you're gonna wait with until uh, i'm gonna wait i season's done with the guy from Inglorious i like the book Bastards. so much i don't want to do it oh yeah okay. he's the guy from Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, yeah i think Have, he's the he's german right mm-hmm. yeah margaret have you he's seen hannibal rush no yeah yes the I've show seen hannibal. hannibal oh no Margaret, Margaret, look me in my face. Look me in I'm both of look me with both of your eyes at my one face. I need you to watch Hannibal. Yeah. Everybody listening to this podcast <laughs> needs you to look me in my goddamn face. Everybody, look at my face. Everybody, look up a picture of me and look at it. Keller. His name's Keller. My name's Keller. Knoblock. Knoblock. If you're listening good to this podcast it. and you don't know my name, good on you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um. What do, I was, I was, watch hey, Hannibal, I'm guys. I'm on disc three of season one. He's watching disc three can I borrow? season one. Yes. As soon as yes. Abby and I are done, you're going to get it on Blu-ray season one, Hannibal the Show, starring Mads Mikkelsen. incredible Mads Mikkelsen and as Hannibal Lecter. Okay. If I'm you excited. like And Lawrence like, Fishburne. Yeah, I love serial, cause serial killer murder currently stuff. reading Book of Blood. Um, the Book of Blood. The Book of Blood. Oh, it's... It's a lot of short stories. Blood. It's really, really good. Book oh my god! And it's got blood. a good serial killer story at the very beginning. Ooh. Hey Hector, can you sing that book of blood song? It's in my hands. <laughs> I read the book it's every really night. <laughs> the book of love, blood love, of blood. <laughs> I yeah, fucked up. I fucked it up. Did. The book uh, of love. Here was my pitch for. Love. I've been thinking about Harry Potter's sequels, and I want Luna Lovegood to get a spinoff. Yeah. Book yeah. or series? I feel like that's what's happening. She's married the... to Neville. 
Yeah. Dude, Neville, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a great guy. Neville, long bottom, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He's got a big <laughs> old butt. Five. He's got a big old butt. No, he's got a long old bottom. bottom. Long old. <laughs> the bottom of his dick. Dude, <laughs> long. What we all saw that, that photo. We all saw that photo shoot. <clears throat> and yeah. the other idea I had was to set a story <laughs> in the world of uh, in Harry the school Potter. in Brazil. Yes. Mm. And have everybody in the school be Brazilian, except you get like a couple like British or white students that are there. The story would have two female protagonists and one male protagonist as in, instead of like two male and one female. And be straight busting out of there. And, and, and it would be about how they want to come out, come out to the world and like reveal themselves to the muggle world. And they want to actually unify Earth and wizards and muggles. And that's what Is this the like youth- an X-Men? Kind of, kind of yes. I that's mean, what it's kind of like it's it's like. basically like it that, is, that to me is the next step in my brain. Do you of have like, the Magneto character that doesn't mm, trust? Muggles? I think they need to do the Elf yeah, Revolution basically. first. Ooh, <laughs> House Elf Dobby. Revolution. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, dude, R.I.P. Oh my god, R.I.P.D. Rest in peace, Dobby. Oh boy. Okay, 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 guys. All right, guys. Uh, rest let in, me rest in peace, Department Dobby. Let me, let me check something. Dead Man's Shoes. I'm gonna see if, if it's on this app. I'm gonna find it. See, it, it came out in 2004. It's directed by Shane Meadows. Okay, that's a great name. Oh, it's what about I, a small town vigilante. I'm yeah. fucking in. Ooh, good news. Good news. What? Ooh, this is exciting. I'm gonna take a picture. You can find, um, you can find uh, Dead Man's Shoes on Hoopla, which is an app. That is a if a, you got a library card exactly a public <laughs> library card and it has movies and books and comic books on there as well. If you don't have Hoopla, you can download it. And if you have a library card, I think you can access all that stuff for free. So and it's if totally you don't free. have a library card, guys, head on down to your po- yeah. local Poco library. <laughs> Get <laughs> your Poco. Your Poco bot. Your Poco. Your Poco Lublick library. Library. <laughs> uh, to get that, get it's also a library large. It's also rentable for a dollar on Fandango. A dollar on Fandango. Yeah, What's and three dollar? three bucks on PlayStation. This is an app called Just Watch that tells you where things are streaming and also for what rentable. Okay. What is streaming as it becomes available? At, that's true. On by Netflix and it separates and stuff. it by 2004? app. Two thousand four. Just okay. Watch. Yeah. Dead Man Shoes. And Just our guest watch. is going to be Dustin Butler and. <laughs> Margaret, this was an absolute blast. I had it so was. much fun. Thank Thanks, you guys. so much for coming Thank over you and so watching much. Juno. This was a pleasure. Thank you so much. This is yeah, like why don't you guys Margaret, have a song? This is like one of the top ten nicest things anyone's ever done for us. Is to come 10? over. Yeah. yeah. Which easily, which easily. one in the top ten though? Like, is it number ten? Can I be better? Um I'm gonna give you four. I'm gonna give you three. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna give you three. All right. You guys know if you need some, I'll be here. Well, here's yeah. the thing. We share a top ten. That's true. And so two of these are this. Yeah. So wait, you share a car and yeah. a list? Okay, guys. So yeah. that's the whole show. <laughs> Tune in next week for Dead Man Shoes. Go watch it on the Hoopla app. And we will see you guys next week. Thanks again to Margaret Coker. Margaret, where can people follow you online? Um, Marge likes chicken tacos on Instagram. And I post a lot. Do you like any other kind of tacos or is it only chicken tacos? I actually made chicken tacos today. It's just chicken. Oh, okay. All right. That's fair. That's it's thigh fair. thigh meat, though. None of that breast meat. Ooh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, thigh meat. I like thank you. I like that. Thank if you're going to eat chicken, eat thigh. Eat I thigh. put eight bone-in chicken thighs in some gumbo this weekend. Ooh. Is that what's in your fridge? Yeah. yeah. You want some? You want some? Yeah. You can take it home. I will, hey, guys, can I, I have some more food? I got yeah. a Tupperware container of gumbo you can take home. <gasps> It is from Sunday, so it's only gotten yeah. better since then. Yeah. Um, that's how chili works, too, yeah, so exactly. I'm on board. All right. Damn. Take some. 
Thank and now you. everybody that's listening to this up a baguette on the way home is <laughs> poured over some white rice. Ooh. Ooh. Mm, that sounds mm. good. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're literally just making sound effects and staring at each other right, longingly. I'm shooting Hector with a laser gun. <laughs> Man, I tell you, sometimes you're just like a boat out of water. We gotta go, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Say bye, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs>